Hello, welcome to the Gentleman Makers Shedcast, episode number 34, for Sunday in October. <laughs> is it? It's a Friday. Uh, Friday the 22nd of October, I should remember that. It is Friday, I know that it's been a bit of a disjointed week, but I know it's Friday. Uh, to recap, Saturday had a rest a bit, didn't do a great deal. Sunday had a rest, again, didn't do a great deal. Um, I think I baked bread. We have a bread maker. I mentioned that before. Yeah, baked bread, that was it. When I bake bread, I mean, I put it in the bread maker and walk away. I do like that. And Monday, I tinkered a bit with the CNC. It, it, uh, a couple of the axes had loosened the uh, little rubbery wheels that run on the aluminium extrusions. Were slightly loose. I just tweaked those. I guess it's... Uh, adapting to its environment, it's been used a few times, it's it's loosened up a bit. So I tweaked that, that was working much better, that was fun to do. <laughs> the, um, the rubber wheels sit on uh, machine screws with um, an off-centre nut that you can turn and adjust, which moves the wheel closer or further away from the aluminium, 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 easier to say, aluminium extrusion. Uh, so there's a bit of friction. Anyway, all sorted. Runs a lot better. I was getting um, oval circles when I was trying to machine something. <laughs> and they're no good. I can cut better circles by hand. So that's sorted. Then I used used it to cut a brush stand for an artist. Or my mother, as she's otherwise known. I was there a little while ago in her studio and noticed that most of her brushes, paintbrushes, uh, reside in plastic pots. And I thought, yeah, that's fine, that's all very well. Let me make her something. It was her birthday, you see, so I'm, I'm making this. Going to visit tomorrow, I shall present it. And jolly happy she will be, and she may use it, she may not. It doesn't matter. I've had a go at making a thing. It's two semicircles, one with, with holes all the way through for brushes to slot in, and, and the second one has corresponding dimples for the ends of the brushes, and I've allowed for flat-handled brushes for the wire. I've got one here, actually. Got one here that somebody I used to work with gave me. This is a, a Langnickel Large Area Artists brush, three-inch brush. It's very soft. It's very pretty. Um, I've probably spent more time using it just to stroke my hand because it feels nice than I have. I don't, in fact, I don't think it's ever got wet. This one, I've probably had it. Crikey, twenty years. <laughs> I should use it one day. Let's put that back in that pot of other brushes that I seem to have. <clears throat> and uh, uh, Tuesday. What did we do Tuesday? Tuesday was a, a definite rest day. Uh, I made an apple cake, which was nice. And we were going to go out, and we're watching the news, and we're thinking, uh, we're not going to go out today. And uh, we should have been uh, at a, a King King gig down at Bexhill. And we, we really didn't fancy the idea of being in a room full of strangers in, in a mask-free environment especially when you watch the numbers rising again, as is the inevitable happening, seeing as the government's lost control, etc. We we're not going there. Um, we'll come back to that idea. Uh, Thursday, when was that? That was yesterday, wasn't it? No, that was we're done Tuesday. Wednesday. <laughs> I've got a list right in front of me. you think I could see it. There's a microphone in there. I'm a bit croaky today. I have a headache. Woke up with a headache. And, and I'm increasingly getting croakier which is worrying I've not been anywhere to meet anyone to catch anything we shall see anyway 
think a hot, hot bucket of water. I'll stick my head in that later and see if that, that helps. Um, Wednesday, I spent some time creating some brand guidelines for us to use um, with regards to the shop. We're working on a website for it, and there are only two colours, which are the logo colours, uh, a green and a grey, and I thought we need some some guidelines here, so I set to and, and chose a secondary set of colours to use. Uh, working with Ashley, who's doing the actual site itself, using WordPress, uh, she does a bit of this for other people, so it made sense. It's been a long time since I created a website of this kind. Uh, I've inputted, inputted, supported the construction of websites with design, visual work, and and text. Hello, Charlie. <laughs> He's come to see me, and um, but I've not created an entire site. Thanks for moving that, Charlie. Don't know how you did it. So it makes sense that I stick to the design elements, and and Ashley does the the functionality. Uh, and it's looking looking good. Saw a draft example of it later in, in Wednesday or Wednesday morning, and it's looking good. We're going to discuss it further today in the shop. We'll then meet up and have a look-see. And a slice of cake and some coffee, hopefully. Other than and that, that was a morning operation, doing the brand guidelines. I spent some time down the shed to make another drawer for my cabinet. One at a time seems to be okay. I'm happy with that. Tweaked the way I made it slightly to make it easier. And I discovered that Having moaned previously about my table saw being a bit vibratient, in fact the the blade came loose the other day. I, I you know I tighten it, threads good, etc., etc. Makes a horrible noise. I don't know if you ever had that happen to you that the table saw blade comes loose whilst you're using it. <laughs> Stand back and and whack that stop button. So I swapped out for a different blade. In fact, the original blade that came with it. I clean, I'd cleaned it, and it was fine, and it felt sharp to the touch. So I, I popped that back on and, and fired the thing up, and it, it felt so much better. Now, the, the blade I had been using, which was a, a superior blade, I must say, it was not cheap. I had to use one of those inserts to take it from whatever size the, the um, central hole was to the, I think, 16 or 20 mil, I can't remember now, the, the, the arbor and the saw is. And I think the problem lies with that. It came with the blade. You select the right one for your arbor on the table saw and press it in. And I think that, whilst still in place, I think it's perhaps ovaled and the blade is vibrating, you know, like in an oval path rather than just spinning around the arbor. Charlie's playing tug with me, by the way, if you hear <laughs> me struggling. So I'm going to investigate that. Uh, I have not drawn any plans for a new table saw yet. That's coming. I'm not confident enough in Fusion. I'm still looking at Fusion thinking, this is magic. How do I make it work? Um, my, my limit is, is signage, etc. Hey, Charlie. Um, which I'm slowly getting the hang of. It's all down to time, isn't it? Spending enough time. Ow, he's biting my hand to concentrate on any one project. So we did that Thursday. I was down the shed quite a bit yesterday. Uh... I've redesigned the socket trays and using Maker Case and then a little bit of time in Illustrator to tweak the output of Maker Case. Uh, I made the first one yesterday. I haven't got any 2 inch masking tape, which I thought I had. I was going to cover the ply in masking tape so that the, the, the burn from the laser 
which is a like a sticky brown residue that goes across the face of the, the thing you're lasering. So that didn't show up, but never mind, it's fine. These are utility items. You can still read the engraving of the, the size of the tool. So I'm not at all worried about that. Ha <laughs> ha, at all worried. <laughs> um, the first one made glued up, and then I looked at it and I realised that um, I had, I'd made it too deep and the sockets were going to fall through the through through the holes and never be seen again. So I redesigned that in Illustrator, just tweaked it a bit. And I'll, I'll share the, the finished one later on. And they'll fit, the little trays will fit in the drawer with a little bit of rattle, just so I can get them out. And very happy I shall be. I think there's four trays to make for various types of socket. And then a, a, a loose tray for the ones that don't really fit in any category. I've got some really peculiar sockets double-ended sockets that are both imperial and metric, which is uh, each, each end as well. Most peculiar. Never seen any like that. They're, they're Nicola's uh, from her, her toolkit. And I did some more on the brush, brush stand yesterday. I made a, a, a column. So there's, there's a semicircle base. The column fits to that. And then the semicircle top bit goes on that. I had a piece of hardwood somebody gave me a couple of years ago. and I don't know what it is, but Gosh, it was not pleasant to cut in, in terms of... It cut fine, it was just the, the dust. The sawdust was, was quite strongly scented. And despite the mask, I could I could smell it right at the back of my nose. I had the vacuum running and, and the, the, the laser uh, vacuum is running, etc. the vent. So it cleared out the shed quite quickly. But Anyway, that's sanded and glued. I've got the base to glue to it today. And then I can quick light sand and stick some finish on. I must invest in some more sandpaper. I'm, I'm down to the last amount of sandpaper. <laughs> Charlie's got his wet nose in my palm. That is not a euphemism. I seem to have got my hand in the loop of his tug rope here. and He's trying to get it off me. Now, today, Friday, woke up. Nick went to the bathroom first, came back through the curtains open, and gosh, there's a frost outside. That's the first proper frost of this season. And I'm very glad I don't have to get up at, at 7 o'clock out and go out and scrape scrape the car anymore. Excuse me, I've got to adjust the mic stand. It's slowly sinking. And up we go again. But I do have to go out and fix a flat tyre on the car. It's been like it a, a, a week or so. Two weeks. Uh, it pumps up and holds air, but something's leaking. It could be the valve. I must go and investigate that and get that fixed if it is. Although I've looked at replacing the valve on the tyre myself. And for a few pounds worth of tools and a bit of effort, I could do that. And uh, I'll put the spare on. I think that's the answer, isn't it? And then go and get it looked at. And throughout the week, I've done a fair amount of bread making using the bread, bread making machine, which is fantastic. In fact, I should go and put one on shortly. I think we have enough for lunch. Might need another one. Now, I know last week I said there'd be a, a much more organised and structured topic for this week. And, uh, of course, there isn't. <laughs> because I'm not an organised and structured person. Any, no matter how I try, it doesn't seem to function um, for me. Now, I'm, I'm very much aware that I've, I've ranted too much, which is probably why I have a headache. And if you follow the media, etc., there's such an awful lot to rant about. I'm having, a, having at least a week off of ranting. The, the primary topic will be the pandemic, of course, rising numbers, etc., etc. Um, but we are where we are with that, and we'll do our best, and etc. Keep our masks on in the shops. Mostly what I've been thinking about in the past couple of weeks is making and how much it 
helps and how much I could spend more time making different things. I, I was prompted to think about the model kits again that I used to make years ago and, and balsa wood aircraft, etc. Um, prompted actually by my, my friend Jeff and the space he's living in many miles away, thinking, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know what Charlie's doing. I've got a, a quality street team. This is maker-related. It's been around here a while. It's, it's uh, hexagonal. <laughs> octagonal? I can't, I can't visualise that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's octagonal, sorry. Um, it's empty, sadly. And it's a Christmas 2019 edition quality street tin. The intention is to turn it into a guitar, to, to make it into a guitar. Anyway, just thought I'd mention that, seeing as Charlie made it rattle. I was thinking about my friend's space, and, and um, if it were me in his position, and I no longer had the, the shed, my place of work, what sort of thing would I do if, if I retired, etc.? And it boiled down to I would turn a spare room there into a small modelling studio for making models, not modelling. <laughs> Me a lingerie or CNA man or, or something of that nature. No, uh, plastic kits make a small workshop with the smaller tools, the more compact thing. I had many years ago when I lived at my parents' house. I, my, my bedroom was an ode to modelling, model making, all kinds. And again, that made me think of, of the explosion of making, that when you've got space, you think, oh, I'll, I'll get one of these, and I'll get one of those, and I'll do this, and I'll do that. And suddenly you've got an awful lot of stuff spread over an awful lot of space, and you can't move, and there's almost too much choice. You know, what, what shall I make today? Oh, there's an idea I could do. Oh, I don't have the tool for that. I'll go and get the tool for that. And then you've added something more to this, this enormous process that you, you are curating. I have found that the upshot of that is I, I make less. Despite having more options, I tend to make less, which is really frustrating. I've got some plastic kits here I've mentioned before. I, I really fancy digging them out or, or building a balsawood aeroplane, which that came to mind through the um, Inktober forward slash Project 12365. Um, we had a, a word the other day of loop. Rob Prickly Sauce, who, who's been managing the Project 365, remarked on the drawing that I did of a, of a vintage aeroplane, a biplane coming out of a loop. And he said his um, great-granddad was a, an engineer, a mechanic for... Um, I can look it up. Hang on. I've, I've got it here. For, for, bear with me, Cobham's Flying Circus during the 1930s. Uh, it was a... Um, started by a Sir Alan John Cobham, KBEAFC, who was born on the 6th of May, 1894. He was an English aviation pioneer. There we go. Yeah, he said his granddad was involved in that. And then I looked it up on, on the internet because it interested me. And a lot of the, the flying they did was um, in Burnmore and at a place called Houghton Gate where Cobham's Flying Circus performed. I thought, huh, Houghton, that was my granddad's um, name, surname. How curious. And then that made me look at, at uh, the aircraft again, and by chance there was a link to some vintage balsawood kits. Oh, <laughs> but there were so many to choose from, I couldn't pick one. Not that I've got spare cash to buy a, a, a balsawood kit, as much as I would love to have another one to make 
Uh, I don't know what happened to the last one I made. Probably got squished. As they are obviously very fragile, and you need somewhere to put them. But that, getting back to that, that sort of making purely for oneself. I'm not making to share on Instagram or or YouTube. I'm making a thing just because I like to make a thing and have a finished item at the end of it. To kind of turn off the the sharing element of it. You know the 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 marketing, the the promotional, to have a a bit of a rest from busy wheel of making in the public eye. And the the mess I make in down the shed is is getting to me as well. So the the tidying process is it's it's welcome. I tidied up yesterday, so I could actually walk around in there. There's there's a fair amount of free space still, despite what I've crammed in. I could still fit a, a piece of furniture in if I wanted to. And going through the, the process of making the drawers and putting things in, getting them up off the floor and, and having them in a, an accessible place is brilliant. When I started working back in the 80s in, in a, an art studio full of artists, it was a fairly large room, but we all had our, our drawing boards and a stall and a cabinet of shelves where we had our pens and pencils, scalpels and compasses, airbrushes, etc., it was all laid out, all fairly neat. We didn't have a lot because we didn't need a lot for the job that we did, creating artwork. Um, obviously no computers, it was all done on the drawing board, paste up. All the materials were nice and neatly stored in, in cupboards and, and plans, chest, etc. And as, as the junior in the studio when I began, it was my job to keep stock of all the, the, the things we needed, make sure there was always double-sided tape, and onion skins, and artboard, bristol board, uh, ink, <laughs> things, things like the, the physical elements that we needed to make artwork. And it was a really neat, productive and organised space. You, know, you, you couldn't run out. If, if someone needed to create some artwork and we'd run out of a thing, <gasps> gosh, the junior was going to get it. Because you you could place an order, you could ring up the London Graphic Centre and place an order on account, but it wasn't going to appear magically just like that. You might have to wait a day or two. Come on, Max, stay awake. Max gone to sleep. <laughs> and I really enjoyed that. That was really a nice place to be. Learned a lot as well. I was, you know, we all seem to be making in isolation at the moment. As uh, this this new culture of makers, we're all doing our thing. Whereas back then, I was creating artwork and and making mock-up models for photography, etc. In an environment full of other chaps, and there was a lady, Sue, remember Sue, <laughs> and the creativity from one would could rub off on the other or, or you were working on a thing and somebody would walk past your drawing board and go oh last time i did something like that i did it this way or that way or have you thought about oh wow i've never seen it done like that before it kind of helped you grow in terms of uh, being creative and making i learned to airbrush in that environment uh, old ron who did most of our airbrushing uh, he uh, he taught me how to use a uh, a real airbrush. I still got it. It's a Devilbis. It's around here somewhere. I bought it off of uh, one of the designers that worked there. So this was in the eighty-eight, eighty-nine, round about then, and it was old then. And we had a, a I think it was a, a, again a Devilbis um, compressor in in this studio. Really old. I saw one on eBay, believe it or not, the other day, and I was sorely tempted to steal some money to buy it. <laughs> But uh, I don't need one. 
and if I get one I'll make it well, buy a much smaller one a modern one and uh, yeah, Ron taught me how to use the airbrush to create uh, graduations which is mostly what we did with it from from light to dark in, in we used black ink for this because everything was photographed back in the old days it wasn't we didn't do color artwork it was all single color artwork and he taught me to airbrush a, a good fade from from zero to black even though reproductively you could only go down to about five percent of black rather than no black at all because the process would couldn't give you a, a good continuous fade when it got to reproduction somebody with more print knowledge and memory will come and, and sort that out for me I think <laughs> but one of the many things that, that I actually airbrushed was the the fade on the VIX vapor rub nasal device that you shove up your hooter if you've got a bit of a cold uh, it's, it's green isn't it and I don't suppose it's my airbrushed artwork anymore at all. That was a long time ago. But I airbrushed the fade on the Vix uh, nasal ram ramming thing. <laughs> I remember doing that. Yeah, there you go. That was the sort of airbrushing we did. Uh, there was very often any any really artistic airbrushing. It was all functional, mechanical airbrushing like that. <laughs> oh, funny how, how more memories can come back to you just from seeing a simple thing and off you go down that, that rabbit hole so I, I'm intending to, uh, the, the Inktober will end shortly of course and that, that'll be the culmination of a year's worth of drawing, drawing every day which has taken a, you know, a fair amount of time and thought etc which has been thoroughly enjoyable if it carries on I'm going to take the year off I, I think I'm going to Keep my eyes closed in the evenings for a bit, have a bit more rest, try and shake the, the headache. But I, I do fancy getting back into making a few things solely for my own interest, whether that's a, a, a model aeroplane or recreating the Eiffel Tower out of matchsticks. You know, it, something slower and calmer. I mean, I'll, I'll share the results, but I don't have the inclination to share the journey, even though I've just shared the idea. But, you know, a good few years ago now, during a particularly slack time at work, I started making a cardboard model of a ship. It was quite big. We'd printed out the uh, the plans of it that I found online. It might have been digitalnavy.com. I can't remember now. It was a while ago. And print out loads of parts onto cardboard, cut them out, start gluing them together. And it was a substantial boat it was great fun to do and that took me down a rabbit hole again of, of, of that avenue of making and I discovered there are many hundreds of different paper and card models that you can buy um, they're not expensive but there are you know, a variety of, of naval vessels simpler things like windmills uh, architectural models various buildings from around the world and then I remembered, which I think I mentioned a little while ago, actually, a cardboard or paper model of Canterbury Cathedral I had once, which was hideously complex. There are so many avenues to explore, and all involve a bit of thought, a bit of visualising, a bit of making, a bit of glue, a bit of cutting, some nice back-to-basic modelling. 
I think revitalising a, a, an old project that I started a few years ago is going to happen. I've got two cardboard and papier-mâché uh, sculptures hanging around, um, which I haven't finished. There's a thing. And I could. I, they, they could be in the shop for sale. Uh, I made two years ago, but they were at my mum's. They're finished, fully finished, etc. And she's got them on display just as curiosities. <laughs> So maybe I should make some more. I thoroughly enjoyed making them. In fact, I used to have the smaller one on the parcel shelf of my uh, car at the time, just as a, a, a curiosity. Yeah, let's do that. Back to cardboard and, and glue and, and paints. I've been painting this morning, actually, in filling the letters on some signs that I'd see and see. So that's that's a very fairly gentle, hands-on, simple craft. Yeah, fancy a bit of that. That's it, really. Just a catch-up of my mind, really, letting letting all the ideas tumble to the fore. Maybe that's why I've got a headache. There's too much inside. It's um, it's ten o'clock already. I've got this cracked out nice and early, haven't I? Where's the power supply? I need to plug the power in to the the poor old Chromebook. Here we go. It's not quite breakfast time here. We have late breakfast. I'm going to go and sort some porridge out shortly, and and I'll edit this first. There's time to do that, and I've been waffling for. 27 minutes so we'll cut that down a bit and um, hopefully for the the three or four hundred of you that listen three or four of you <laughs> you might have thought about making or getting back to a simple project or even just you know know that you're not alone the frustrations of, of working in a mess and having too many ideas to to action uh, it affects us all I think we we'd be very very lucky to get up in the morning and think hmm I'm just going to do this one thing and not be disturbed or disrupted by all the other thoughts. So have a have a happy weekend making. I'm going to. I've got some picture frames to do. So that's my enjoyment coming for the weekend. And a trip to Mother's, of course. And I will give her the um, brush thingy. And once I've done that, I'll put a picture up on Instagram just to share. share. There you go. This is what I've done. <laughs> um, headache's pounding. It's gone ten. I'm going to stop, edit, have a cup of tea, and think about the next thing to do. Have a great weekend, everyone. Speak to you soon. Bye for now.